in my first video about literacy and how we teach for literacy and how it evolved in the last hundred years, I talked about the fact that a hundred years ago, people only emphasized being able to read and write. It's a cliche to talk about reading, writing, and arithmetic, but that's essentially what people went to school for a hundred years ago. And I do mean a hundred years ago, before the um, First World War. Now, of course, we know that school is more than just learning how to read and write, and it ends long past grade eight. Remember, a hundred years ago in North America, kids went to school, the majority of them learned how to read and write and finished school at grade eight and went into, or before, and went into some kind of trade or whatever. There were very few people that went on to university and the school system was geared towards making sure everybody knew how to read. Why? Because they needed, it was assumed that they needed how to read the Bible, how to read the newspaper, how to read flyers that were put on walls and that kind of thing, because it was a good to be able to have a, a literate public. Being a good citizen was being able to read and understand what the issues of the day were and to be able to deal with them. A lot has happened since then. After the First and the Second World War, the trend went to being, uh, to having schools that were for everybody. In North America, it was assumed that everybody was entitled to an education. The public school system was designed to take in every child when they were five and try to keep them in school until they were 16. And lots of kids dropped out before they were 16, but there were some that stayed on to finish high school, and then even fewer, but still some, went on to university. The school system was not designed for everybody to reach graduation. It was assumed that over time people would drop out and the public school system evolved to deal with those kinds of students and to make sure that everybody got some kind of an education. With the baby boomers, and the huge influx of students, and on top of that, the beginning to realize that education was more than just reading and writing. It had to, it had to take onto itself a lot more tasks. More and more was, was focused on how to improve the educational system so that the public got be greater benefit out of the graduates. The focus, of course, was how to make sure everybody could read, 
and right and function as citizens still. But over time, things started to change. When the baby boomers began school, we were all learning how to read and write the same way. It was assumed at the beginning that everybody would be dealt with the same way. We went to kindergarten, nobody taught reading, and nobody taught writing, and kids didn't come to school already being able to do those things. In grade one, we started with reading simple words. We started with phonics. We started to learn how to hold a pencil and write the letters. And we started to learn how to use phonics to form letters. It was still all about learning how to read. There were, there were at first whole class instruction tools. Teachers were, were taught, the early teachers dealing with the baby boomers were taught how to deal with the whole class. And it was assumed that everybody learned the same things. Nobody was excused or nobody, it was, there was no assumption about special needs. There was no assumption about leveled instruction. Even when I began school, to teach rather, there was still no assumption that there should be leveled education. However, from the time I began school as a teacher and the time I completed my career, education made a huge change in terms of how we learned how to teach. The question is, and it's hard for people to understand, how did we go from literacy being learning how to read and write and everybody being the same and those that couldn't learn dropped out to learning how to read and write and leveled instruction with groups and different activities for each group, assuming that some kids were not functioning very well and other kids were functioning very well to individualized instruction, which is where we're at today and which is where you as teachers are being encouraged to think about your lesson planning. Every child having their his or her own needs and how to deal with that. How do we get to that point? Well, first of all, Teachers College went from the concept of normal school and everybody learning how to teach the same way to being in a university and being part of, an, of a university program and every teacher needing an undergraduate degree in order to get into teaching. By the time... I was already coming to the end of my career as an educator in the elementary and secondary program. Increasingly, teachers were being taught not about language arts and not about reading, writing, oral listening and, or listening and oral speaking, but rather 
literacy across the curriculum, literacy in the elementary program, and literacy in the secondary program. Because by that time, we had already begun to see elements of all of the other scientific programs at the university infiltrating education. Little by little, things like psychology, sociology, pedagogy, history, and so on, came into the educational program so that instead of talking about students as being one group, we began to talk about students as individual learners and individual learners who were motivated to either succeed or not succeed, to students who were individual learners who could acquire skills at a higher level or a lower level, and we began to see that learning how to read and becoming more literate was aimed more at bringing into or the teaching of learning how to read accepted the important messages from the scientific community. We learned that there are many things that impact how the individual student learns how to read. And we are going to turn to that in the next series of lessons. But before we do that, we have to remember that we've gone in the hundred years since public, public schools became an important element in society from students as a whole to students as a group to students as individual learners to seeing the class and the teacher as being the focus of the educational program to the students and what they're able to do and what they bring to the classroom and how to deal with that. And that's what we're going to turn to in the next lecture or the next lesson. Thanks.